Welcome to the Kara's Cures Digital Show and Podcast, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundland. This episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. So today we're going to be learning more about the disease that is causing Bruce Willis to step away from acting. My guest today is Dr. Sanam Hafiz. She's a neuropsychologist in New York City. She teaches at Columbia University and is also the director of Comprehend the Mind. Welcome, doctor. Thank you. I think when Bruce Willis announced he was stepping away from acting and uh, it was almost seemed unbelievable or this disease that most people probably had never heard of, that aphasia could be behind it. Can we start with what is aphasia? So aphasia is the loss of language in the simplest terms. Um, it could be partial. It could be a total loss of language. And it's a condition that emerges as a result of another condition more often than not. So let's say traumatic brain injury, stroke, um, a tumor that might be pressing on certain parts of the brain that control language. And then it starts impairing comprehension, verbal expression. You found this, you know, this person finds themselves or, or, or people close to them can find them struggling for words, uh, trying to remember names, trying to, you know, kind of go, oh, what was that thing? And it could be a, something as simple as, you know, butter or water, because they're just having word retrieval difficulties. Right. So it's something going on in the brain where they can comprehend usually everything that we're saying, but the idea of getting it back out is the problem? It could be both. Um, so aphasia can, it could be just a loss of language. So depending on what part of the brain is being impacted. So without getting too technical, if it's Broca's aphasia, it would be verbal. If it were Nikki's aphasia, it would be more comprehension. And sometimes it could be a little of both. Um, they might understand what you're saying, but not be able to respond appropriately. And sometimes they may not understand what you're saying at all. So it's really just an impairment in language. I know that stroke can be behind this, but what are some of the other causes? So, you know, obviously when the news broke, um, people started speculating because I don't believe he's given a reason or his family hasn't really given a reason why he might have had this. Um, so stroke, obviously, but it looks like it was a gradual decline because people have been talking about how they were cutting his lines in movies and, you know, sort of feeding um, them, feeding him lines through um, an earpiece. So I'm thinking it's possible that he's had some traumatic brain injury that has uh, slowly and or gradually come up in some of the deficits that he's experiencing. So it's, um, you know, let's say I know that he performed a lot of his own stunts. And so he might have had some concussions. He might have taken some hits to the head that, you know, at the time were not as severe or acute. But now that he's getting older, they're beginning to sort of show um, he's been uh, it sounds like he's known this for a while. He's been aware of these deficits for some time. Um, you know, I, I saw, I, I did another TV piece and they were talking about how he did 22 movies in the last four years because he knew he was on his way out. So it looks like he just went in and said, let me cash in while I still have my uh, capacities and my faculties intact. Mm. I mean, and, and it's just heart-wrenching to see for a person like that. But w what about just the rest of us? Is it very common? It can be common. Um, so, you know, what is, what's important to know is that scary as it is when you see someone like Bruce Willis, who you kind of, you know, I've seen in these movies as a superhero and, you know, he's, uh, he's a person, I'm a personal fan of his. So I, it can be hard to see someone like that crumble this way. I mean, I watched an interview and you were like, oh, wow, look at this guy struggling for words. It can happen. But what people should know is even though it is common, it usually doesn't happen in isolation. It usually happens after something 
um, where whether it's an acute head injury, whether it, you know it's a stroke, um, whether it's dementia, age-related or dementia, which is obviously an older age, or it can happen because of a tumor or some neurodegenerative disease that might be impacting the brain. So if you treat the underlying cause, aphasia can actually get better. It can even reverse in certain cases. You know, sometimes it is progressive as it appears to be in his case. Uh, you know, I think the bottom line that people need to understand is if you are having difficulties with your language where previously you didn't, or you have a loved one who is suddenly struggling to come up with the right words, or you find yourself repeating yourself because they're not understanding you and that's out of character for them, don't ignore it. Take them to the doctor or you go see a doctor and find out if something might be going on because the brain um, has a way of showing you what else might be wrong. So you shouldn't ignore it because language is like fever. It, it signifies a problem elsewhere. Okay. So you mentioned the word concussion a lot. And I know as a mom, I know that always makes us nervous, you know, when kids come home with concussions or the decision about are you letting your kids play certain sports like hockey or football. So concussions, if they're treated well and, and, and you go through the proper protocols, uh, does that help? Uh, or are you still at risk for something like this? You're still at risk for something like this. You know, concussion, once it's happened, um, the way you treat it is obviously it can really sort of outline the course for it, but it doesn't do away the injury that your, your uh, brain or your head might have sustained. You know, and the other thing that I tell people is you might take a really terrible fall and have nothing come of it, and you can have a very a mild, you know, sort of an injury and can have lasting impact from it. You know, one of the most, um, I'm a neuropsychologist, so, you know, I stress about head injuries all the time and I have two little boys. So you can imagine the chaos and the panic I live in. Um, <laughs> you know, boys are, I mean, they will find a wall to, to bang their head into. Um, when Bob Saget died, he didn't realize that he had an injury. He went on to do a show, went to sleep and didn't wake up. Now, this is not to alarm people. This doesn't happen all the time. You know, the way our, our bodies are created, are, is they're, you know, our skull is actually far more protective than we think it is. It houses the most valuable part of our body, the brain, which is sort of the CPU. It, it functions for us, right? It does everything. Um, so the skull can really withstand quite a bit. Um, but that is not to say that you ignore head injury if you feel like you have lasting headaches, if you feel like you have uh, disturbances in your vision after a head injury, if you're throwing up, let's say, nausea within the next um, several hours, it is not to be ignored. You should just err on the side of caution and go get checked out because no one can do a physical exam on the outside and tell you what's happening on the inside. Okay, so you had some hope in that you said people with aphasia sometimes uh, do recover, even completely. What are the treatments? Um, so the most uh, common treatment, once you've, under, you've addressed the underlying cause, that is the most important thing. Once you've actually addressed the, the reason someone has aphasia, that in part will probably start to uh, improve. So let's say if there's a tumor, you remove the tumor some of the abilities will start to come back. Um, let's say if it's a stroke, um, you know, if it's an acute stroke, sometimes the stroke, the, the blood will recede, um, you'll get treatment for it, and the blood, you know, the blood clotting, um, it's, it stops, and it might start to get better. The brain has an incredible regenerative, uh, what we call neuroplasticity, right? The brain has an incredible ability to heal itself. Um, but again, no one can really chart the course for anything that has to do with the brain. It's incredible. The best of doctors will never say, I guarantee if you do this, this will happen because the brain's like, no, I'm smarter than you. I'll tell you how I'm gonna you know, get better or not. So more often than not, once you've addressed that underlying cause, um, it's cognitive rehabilitation and speech therapy. 
that's how you address and treat aphasia. And neuroplasticity is an exciting realm of possibility as people learn more that our brains really can be rewired. Uh, so are, is there hope for people? I know we've seen people learn to walk again and talk again after stroke. So if you have something like this, yeah. uh, does the brain have it, the ability to heal? Yeah, again, depending on how severe the damage is, depending on what the condition is that's causing it, if it's if it's something that can be remediated, yes, absolutely. You know, the brain, again, yeah, I can I can talk about this for hours. I'm a neuropsychologist. Neuroplasticity refers to what you just said. The brain can rewire and train itself to do incredible things, um, obviously within reason, you know. <laughs> um, but also one of the other things about uh, the brain is that when it suffers an injury, other parts of the brain try to take over for the part of the brain that has tissue death or cell death or damage. So sometimes the brain will compensate in certain ways. Um, you know, for instance, there are people with aphasia who might be able to write something down, even though they can't speak. You know, if you show them a picture, you show, you use visual cues, they might be able to piece something together. And, you know, having a, a supportive network of family and friends and access to healthcare obviously is key. Yeah. So again, you want people to, if something seems off, uh, one thing I was reading said you might, they might say something that totally makes sense. It's just maybe missing a word like uh, want to go, you know, instead of wanting to go to the park, uh, want park or something. You might leave words out or, or things like that. So there could be yeah. signs that uh, if it just seems odd, we shouldn't ignore it. Yeah, I mean, if if a, if a grown adult, you know, average intelligence with appropriate, adequate speech suddenly sounds like a toddler, or, you know, I remember this this lovely, lovely friend of mine who used to be a landlady got a very early onset diagnosis of, um, I, I don't know if it was that early, but anyhow, dementia. And whenever I would text her, she would respond in, you know, these emojis like kissy faces and, and hearts. And I just couldn't figure out what was going on. She was an incredibly intelligent woman. She had written several books. And it turns out that she had significant aphasia because of dementia. She unfortunately ended up passing on. But, you know, that was one of the first signs of it because she suddenly this very uh, intelligent, sophisticated, bright woman suddenly could not string together a sentence. Okay. So if, if that's happening, the first step, would you just go to your primary care or what, would you call a neuropsychologist or what's the first step if you're worried about this? Well, it, it's, yeah, something that acute is happening. You go to your primary care. You could, if it's that acute, you might want to go straight to the emergency room because you might be in the middle of having a stroke okay. or you might have had a series of strokes. So you'd never ignore something acute. If it's gradual, you go see your primary care physician. You should get a referral to a neurologist who might make a referral to a neuropsychologist to do assessments to figure out the extent of the damage, do some imaging, and figure out what's going on, what part of the brain is being impacted, so they can then devise a treatment plan. And I know that um, you do a lot of work uh, teaching at Columbia University, also uh, seeing people in private practice, not just uh, for aphasia, but for children, for adults, for all different psychological issues. So if people want to get more information, I want to give you an opportunity um, to just shout out your website if they want to read more of your topics. Sure. Oh, I'd love that. So you, they can find me at www.comprehendthemind.com. Google my name. I'll probably bring you to my website. You can find me on Instagram and Dr. Sanam Hafiz. Yes, and we have Comprehend the Mind up on the screen for those who are watching. But if you're listening on the Kara's Cures podcast, we appreciate that as, as well. But always want to give people, uh, and it's at, again, here's your Instagram. We have uh, just at your name. So at Dr. Sanam Hafiz. Thank you so much. Uh, there it is. Okay, I know you can't see it, but I want to make sure people who are watching on our streaming app can see it. Um, so basically, we don't know the prognosis for Bruce Willis at this point. I know you haven't treated him. You've only been reading things. Um, it, does it 
seem like he just won't ever be able to act again? Is that generally what happens at this stage? Just the amount of memorization that I assume goes into acting, I would think it probably would be very challenging for him. You know, he is a youngish man. He is a he's a healthy, fit guy. You know, he seems to have a lot of family support, access to probably the best doctors. So I'm very hopeful. Um, you know, I'm really hoping that he has a good prognosis, you know, even if it's not for acting, just to get back to his family and get back to his life. Um, and I hope that, you know, that he's getting treatment for whatever's causing this aphasia. Let me just ask you about lifestyle things uh, to prevent something like this or if it's early stages. Is there anything that you recommend as far as uh, diet or exercise or certain things that um, could perhaps send you in the other way and help the brain heal even more, like taking fish oils? Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, again, this is not a cure, but uh, exercising, Absolutely, always, because it sends, you know, oxygen to the brain, it regenerates cell growth, um, you know, rich foods like avocados, almonds, um, fish, you know, sam fatty fish like salmon, taking fish oil, krill oil, you know, all those things are always very, very good for the brain because, you know, they help coat the brain and the good stuff and it helps regenerate the brain and the cells and it helps you do what you're already trying to trying to do so yeah definitely not exercising exercising being sedentary um you know and 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 what i don't want to minimize is the importance of mental health services because you know when you know something like this is happening the anxiety the depression the sort of uh, a sense of uh, wanting to give up or or just panic about what's going to happen to the rest of your life, you know, just because you don't have language doesn't mean that you don't have comprehension as to what's happening to you can be really daunting. So seeking mental health services, taking walks, you know, uh, engaging in meditation, yoga, whatever makes things better to make you feel happier, even if it's in the moment to relax, you know, they're all incredibly helpful things. Dr. Sanam Hafiz, we thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us on Kara's Cures and helping us learn something I think a lot of us didn't know about until this made headlines, so we appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope it was helpful. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, you can watch the Kara's Cures podcast uh, on WFSB on our streaming news app. You can also watch previous episodes if you scroll back. And you can always listen uh, on whatever platform is your favorite to the at Kara's Cures podcast. Uh, podcast in your car and follow me on social media at Kara Sunlin. I share those as well. Uh, again, once again, it's comprehend the mind if you want to uh, get in touch with Dr. Hafiz. Thanks for being here, everyone. Be well.